it to the Easy Yoga Podcast with myself, Geminis, Easy Yoga founder, author, yoga coach, and relationship coach. It is my pleasure to have you here and for you to feel energized, calm, happy, and for you to have the perfect relationship with yourself, your partner, and your family without seeing a family therapist, changing your personality, or leaving your job. You will learn techniques and things to help you guide you through a better life through health, meditation, yoga, journaling, nutrition, and all things yoga for you to have the life you deserve and crave and for you to love yourself on a soul level. Thank you so, so much for being here today. And I am so grateful and so full of love to have you here. Enjoy this next episode. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode from Easy Yoga, all things yoga and meditation and journaling and well-being and everything like that. Today I have a wonderful guest with me. His name is Rich Lewis and he is an author, speaker and coach who focuses on centering prayer as a means of inner transformation and he does this both in his local community as well as virtual community and offers one-to-one coaching and he's also an author which the book is titled Sitting with God, A Journey to Your True Self Through Centering Prayer. He also publishes a weekly meditation, book reviews and interviews on his website, Silent Teachers. And he's published a a variety of articles for lots of different organisations. So he has been a daily practitioner of centering prayer since June 2014 and has been through lots of different life-changing things and that he feels compelled to share his journey with others who wish to learn more. So yes, welcome Rich, how are you? I'm great, thanks for having me on, I really appreciate it. That's all right. So what is centering prayer? Because I don't really have a clue about it. That's okay. (laughs) Um, And that's a good question to start with. So uh, I'll give a quick history and then what it is and how how you do it. Um, So centering, centering prayer is silent prayer. So it's wordless prayer. You don't actually talk. So it's considered two things, meditation and a relationship with God. It was created in the early 1970s by three Trappist monks um, three Catholic priests. They saw other forms of meditation happening, and they wanted something for the for the Christian community. So one of the one of the priests, William Manager, discovered kind of the method, which I'll share of centering prayer in, in an old 14th century book called The Cloud of Unknowing. So as he was reading it, it, it kind of jumped out of him how you could um, a practice you could do in the silence. So centering prayer itself has been around, you know, for about 50 years at this point. And how you do it is you sit comfortably with your eyes closed, and then to begin your silent prayer time, interiorly, you introduce a a short word of one or two syllables. So that could be love, a color, ocean, Jesus, God, um, whatever word you want to choose. And that signifies your opening to the presence and actions of God within. And then really, as you're sitting there in silence, whenever you begin to engage your thoughts, And what I mean by that is when you begin thinking about all the things you did before your sit, or you begin thinking about all the things you're going to do after your sit, you realize you're not really sitting with God anymore. You're sitting with yourself and you're planning and plotting. So then you reintroduce that word just to come back to the present, let go of all of your planning and plotting, and then let go of that word as well. So it's it's really, you use that word when needed. So it's not used as a mantra over and over again. And there are mantra-based practices and they're fine for the, um, in this case, it's just used when needed during your silent sit time. 
So that's essentially how you do it. Other than the one other thing I'll say is it doesn't have to be a word. I actually use an interior image. It could be your breath. You use your breath to come back to the present. And some people actually don't close their eyes and they just stare at a spot four or five feet, perhaps on the floor, to, yeah. just, just to keep their focus in the present. So, but that's essentially what it is, how you do it, how long it's been around, um, uh, and that kind of stuff. That's amazing. Are you on also Insight Timer? Because I love that app. And, and there's like, there's those kind of things on there as well. Have you heard of that? That, um, I have. In fact, in fact, I did a there was a podcast I was on a couple of years ago and they asked me to do a quick overview, a 10 minute overview of Centering Prayer, which I did. And they actually put my recording on Insight Timers. Oh, what wow. I noticed. So I, don't, I haven't used it, but I noticed just when I Google years yeah. ago, I noticed that they put that 10 minute rendition on Insight oh, Timer. Wow. <laughs> and, then I had, and then I had a regular interview with them. So the inter, it was yeah. like a 10 minute overview of Centering Prayer. And then it was an, an interview. So that's when I noticed. Sorry, I have not used it, but I noticed it's it's out there on insight time yeah yeah <laughs> that's amazing that really sounds really calming and especially for people that have really busy lives like we all do now most of us do or just like a monkey mind you can't switch off and this must be a really really good way of doing it and also when i when i teach as well a few people will come to me and say oh i've just got such a busy mind i can't do what you're saying as in like focus on something like you're saying or focus on a word or focus on something and and it does take a while did you find that it took a while for your mind to calm down and get into more of a practice of it it can, I, I guess, because when I first, I had first discovered silence, I guess, prior to that. So I used to just sit in silence, but I didn't really know what to do in the silence. So then I discovered Centering Prayer in 20, late 2013 in a book called Healing the Divide, Recovering Christianity's Mystic Roots by a gentleman by the name of Amos Smith. He had talked about a practice called Centering Prayer that he had been doing for about 15 years. So that immediately intrigued me. So I guess I had been trying silence and it was brutal and it was, and I would only do it for minutes at a time. But then when I read his practice and began reading more about what is it and how to do it. I, I guess I was ready. Um, yeah. So it resonated well with me. So it wasn't for me, it wasn't that difficult, but I'm not saying it, it is easy for people just yeah. to sit in silence. So it can be hard. And even, even for me, there's times where I have a lot of racing thoughts. So yeah. I'm coming back to that word frequently. Then yeah. there's other times where I just, I'm not, and I'm, and I'm able, or I'm able to just bring myself back without the word. And then there's other times where I'm calmer. So I guess each sit can be different dependent yeah. upon um, how I am before the sit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're already calm, then it will be easier, I suppose. Or yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you can't fail at this. Person? You can't fail at it. And I'm sorry to interrupt. No. You can't. So you just show up as you are, however you're feeling and, and do your practice. But, yeah. But go ahead. Sorry. No, that's all right. Uh, how and why did you start with this? Like, why did you find it in the first place? I, I, I guess, as I said, I, I had always been attracted to silence. I just didn't know what to do in it. And, and I guess it just, it found me. I, I was yeah. cruising Amazon looking for a book to read. And it was in the fourth quarter yeah. of 2013. And his book was there. And I tried a Kindle oh, version no. of it. I tried this sample. Then I said, this, I, this book sounds very interesting. And I bought it and started reading it. So um, it found me, I guess. I mean, yeah. I guess I was ready for silence. I just didn't know what to do in the silence. And I didn't know... 
had a practice in the silence. Yeah. So it, it, it found me, uh, Amazon, it found me through Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And how do you help your clients or what do you do with your business? How do you do this? Sure. Um, so I, I tend to have three types of clients, but, but I guess the one that I really, really like to help are, are, are those that recognize that silence is powerful and that they 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 want to be transformed by silence they want to be transformed by god they want to have a deeper relationship with god they want to live from their true self the person they think god wants them to be so i i really enjoy um coaching those types of people because yeah. i help i help them create you know learn what it is how, how to do the practice when should they do it i help them create a sustainable long-term practice and I help I help them talk about like what are some of the things that block them from doing their practice and I, and I also um, talk a lot about you know who is their true self who do they think their true self is and who is this person God wants them to be yeah. so I really enjoy I guess people that are brand new and know it, it's transforming and healing and want uh, some help with it and so I love the journey with them on this yeah yeah that's really good i actually had a friend a couple of years ago who did a five-day silent retreat and okay. she said it was really hard but it was amazing because you then get to know your inner self completely and have you found that you've you found your inner being i suppose by just being silent or practicing and just quietening your mind i suppose you do because if you think about it you, you're letting go it's your every time you do a centering prayer sit you're letting go of all these thoughts and many of them are things that we tell ourselves that aren't true yeah. so we, we tell ourselves i can't do this or i'm the wrong person for this or i'm not ready for this or who am i to think i should do this um and also what happens during centering prayers repressed thoughts that we we didn't know we have can come up and it is a safe yeah. place for that to happen and we can we can let go of them so centering prayer you know releases thoughts that we didn't even know we have it helps us release thoughts that are harmful to ourselves and it also we have a whole lot of tension in our bodies so it helps us yeah. release tension in our bodies so the practice itself is really i'll call it true, true freedom we're releasing tension in our bodies and we're releasing yeah. harmful thoughts or unfriendly thoughts and we're releasing um repressed thoughts and what's left is just you and god and yourself to, and then you can get up from your sit and, and act from that person yeah. and take it day by day. But so I guess what it does is it helps you live from your true self and what you're meant to do. It might scare you and that's okay. We should get out of our comfort zone, but it, yeah. but so that's what it does. It really connects you to that's God. Nice. It connects you to your true self and helps you get up from your, you sit with God and then get up and walk with God through your uh, comfort, uh, through your yeah. comfort zone. Yeah. And how long do you have to do this for? Is there like a set amount of time or can you just do however long you feel that you need at that point? Sure. So for someone brand new and the, the idea of doing, I, as much as possible, I try to sit twice a day for 20 minutes. Okay. But for someone who's brand new to the practice, that might seem daunting. So you could start with one to five minutes and slowly work your way up okay. um, and, in, and increase the time. But I, but my opinion really is, you know, any amount of silence is, is good for you. So yeah. if you sit for seven minutes or five minutes or 10 minutes and do that on a daily basis, it, it's going to heal you. It's going to transform you. Yeah. Yeah. 
definitely and do you do it with you just sit obviously but then do you incorporate it with movement or yoga or can you do this outside in nature can you do it anywhere i suppose yeah you can do a quiet room like i'm in now i'm in my daughter's room it's really quiet (laughs) no you can do it anywhere yes it's probably best to find a distraction free environment and then or if you're living in the city and, and there's kind of a natural noise in the background. Maybe you can put on music or some soft white noise, something to block out that other noise. But yeah, you want to find a, if possible, a distraction-free environment, but that can be anywhere. You can do that inside. You can do that outside. You know, I've I've centered in my car. Um, I center before I go into doctor's offices because I don't like doctor's offices. So I'll do that before I walk into the car, (laughs) but you can, you can do it. You can really do it any, anywhere yeah yeah and you don't even need anything really do you You don't need any equipment or anything like that because it's just you right yeah yeah you can do it on a i've done it on you know if i'm on airplanes i've done it on trains you can do it on buses people people just think you're sleeping and you're doing your centering (laughs) prayer so you you can do it outside in a pool so you can you can be creative with it i mean obviously you can have your regular places that you do it but then you can do it anywhere else and people don't you know know that you're not doing that yeah. But, and then actually coming back to your question in terms of other things, sometimes it's nice to, to make it a fun time. So maybe you, I, I'll call it bookends at the beginning of the practice. Maybe there's something you like to do. So for me, I like to read. I'm a big believer in affirmations. These oh, are love single, single sentence statements of things that I want to accomplish in, in various areas of my life, whether yeah. it's physical or health or mental or with my wife or with my job or with yeah. my kids. I like to kind of read them to God and then let them go and yeah. then go into my centering prayer sit and let them brew with God and I. And then coming out of my sits, the, the bookend on the other side, is I just read from a book that I'm currently reading. And okay. it's whatever I'm reading, it doesn't necessarily have to be a spiritual book. If I'm yeah. reading a novel, I read five or 10 minutes. So it's nice to put some structure around your sit. Yeah. So, every, so everybody, I think maybe will do whatever makes sense for them. They might have yeah. some other type of prayer, do their sit, and then come out of it and do journaling. But so yes, you can create activities around the practices as well and, and yeah. make it kind of a nice little routine that you do on a daily basis yeah yeah that sounds amazing really really but yoga good. could be incorporated into it so something like that or even exercise any type of exercise your yoga yeah. certainly could be part of your routine yeah 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 definitely because i find with well i i normally do five minutes of yoga in the morning sometimes the kids will join in like this morning they did they just jump over me like to be on my back and stuff like that (laughs) so it's not a very calming one but then to have yeah five or ten minutes of just sitting and meditating quietly either doing my own meditation or listening to a guided one but I suppose with with centering prayer, it's just it's not really a guided one either. It's just being with your thoughts, isn't it? Like you're saying, right? It's really it's and it's really just letting go of your thoughts. So you're really just yeah. letting go of your thoughts and opening to the presence and actions of God within. Yeah, yeah. And that's that really all you're doing is you're just surrendering and opening to the present moments. And, yeah. And if you're not sure what to call it, if you're not calling it God, life higher power the universe what but you're just coming as you are and letting go yeah being with god being with life being with higher power and have your clients then seen a massive i don't know what the word is just a massive transformation in what they when they first started compared to 
when they're halfway or or they're finished and then they finish with you and then they just carry on have have they had a massive transformation they do i mean over, over time i mean they start noticing how it's changing them so they start noticing that you know they're they're more confident in themselves they, they start noticing that they're they're calmer and they're less reactive and, and more willing to listen to people and, and less reactive and providing jumping to a solution or jumping to criticizing yeah. someone <laughs> yeah. or, or they're they're more willing just to move out of their comfort zone and try and do something new yeah. or they discovered like you know what this is something that i, I need to do and, and try whether it's really whether it's related to work where they realize you know what i have to, there's a change i need to make or whether there's just a certain new hobby or new path they think they need to pursue so it yeah. it kind of clears the clutter and helps them realize what what is most important right now yeah and, and yeah. what should i be doing and that could be in, in you know, any area of their life yeah because I so I love asking the universe or yeah my higher self or things like that what what fills me up or what will fill me up today especially if I'm doing one in the morning and then different things come through and I'll be like okay yeah I'll go with that and then I'm amazed at how it actually helps me throughout the day you don't have to struggle and I think we're even in well just in the western world but anywhere we are it's drummed into us that we need to be a certain way or we need to work a certain way we need to do nine to five jobs or we need to do this we need to do that because that's just what we are supposedly born to do but to try and come out of this it's not and then by doing these kind of things it then makes you a lot more aware and a lot more aware of your thoughts and what the power you hold in your body really to answer all these questions like is this job good for me is it not or am i getting everything i should do from it and yeah i think certainly bringing this in will really really help people find the answers that they need hey hey so i just wanted to share with you that i am totally in love with confused girl in the city yoga brand they have all kinds of apparel which include crystal inspired leggings, capris, shorts, joggers as well as tanks, tees, sports bras, hoodies and swimwear and accessories ranging from towels, beanies, face masks and bags and I have a few of these leggings and tanks and I absolutely love them. They are so soft and really really comfortable. Now Giovanna who started the Confused Girl brand, she started it as a blog and when she went on her healing and spiritual journey she met a healer who had a profound effect on her. He had a collection of crystals and told her to pick two to take home. One day she was meditating and she had a vision of creating a line of women's activewear that was inspired by these crystals. Now Giovanna takes high resolution photos of crystals that inspire her and work with an art team to print them onto fabric. Each pair of leggings represents a different stone. These healing crystals balance yin yang energy and cultivate courage, creativity and healing. And their leggings are four way stretch, breathable and made in LA and they pride themselves in using the best quality fabric on the market. These leggings are great for working out or going out or just chilling as well. So why the name Confused Girl? Well, Giovanna's answer is simple. It is really easy to accept yourself when you are feeling good and your life is the way you want it, but it isn't so easy to accept yourself when things are tough and you are confused. And we shame ourselves in times when we need to be embracing ourselves. Confused Girl is about accepting yourself just as you are at this moment. This acceptance will leave you, lead you to your true nature. Beauty begins the moment you decide to be yourself. So you can see why I love this brand so much. So head over to the website today, 
which is confusedgirlinthecity.com and use code yogigemma for a 20% discount at the checkout. That's yogigemma for 20% discount. Head on over now and check them out. No, I mean, it, it really does. I mean, you, you just, it, it, it helps the path become more clear for you on, on, a, on a daily basis. You clear, you clear all the clutter and open up to what, what should I be doing? And, and it also helps you let, like if you're very busy, you know, and I, you know, I work from home and I've been working from home for about a year and a half down with, with yeah. COVID. Yeah. Um, it helps me. I do a second sit and I need my second sit. It helps me finish the day strong. And, but what I notice is it helps me let go of the things I don't need to focus on and hone yes. in and focus on what's most important, you know, from one o'clock to five o'clock that needs to get done for work. And, yeah. and, and I can let go of the things that don't, and that can wait till the next day or the, or the next week. Yeah. Yeah. Has it also helped you with, with, family life like if the children are really annoying you <laughs> you don't want to shout them but yeah you just kind of come back to a more of a relaxed state I suppose it it, it makes you think more just about family life I guess it, it makes me more and I'm work in progress in that area but it makes me you know more patient and, and maybe yeah. less reactive and more willing just to listen and and not have an instant reaction yeah. or if children are acting out maybe slow down and ask them, well, how are you really feeling? Why are you acting that way? Rather than jumping right to, to yelling at yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it, I guess it helps me be more present with them, listen yeah. to them, and then maybe ask them questions to help them better understand yeah. why they might've just done something that, to, that didn't yeah. make sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I've just been learning about this as well. Over in only in the past, I don't know, two or three years about learning to get to know my body more and how things progress in your body, especially being a woman. And and then I'm asking the children as well, because we have really hangry children. So when they're really hungry, they get angry and then they don't know how right. to deal with themselves at all and i know that it's food or i've worked it out that it's food right okay you need to have food and then you'll feel better but i will always say to them like look at your body look you're you're so hungry you can't control your emotions and and then yeah like hugo he's seven he never he never really cries about anything but unless he's really really hungry and then something just sets him off and you think really you're not even that doesn't really warrant a crying but that's fine and and then as soon as he then eats, he's he's absolutely fine again. But I do bring it always back to them and say, right, okay, what? Look at your body. What is it telling you? And I think we need as as parents, we need to ask the children how they're feeling more and bring more of this into into their lives. But I suppose if they see us doing it, then they will then want to do it more. Do you do your children do it with you? Um, I have in the past. I haven't done it recently, but when I first started practicing centering prayer, my second sip now is before lunch, but at the, at the time it used to be, and so when it was before lunch, it was actually, uh, or no, my, when I first started practicing it was in the evening, so yeah. I used to go to our basement and practice, and they wanted to know what I was doing. So at the <laughs> yeah. time, my one son was eight and my daughter was 13. So I invited them down, but they each wanted their own time. So I, I had to bring them down one at a time. So actually I, I taught both of them how to do it because they were wow. inter interested and intrigued. Yeah. And then with the eight-year-old at the time, I, I would we did a one-minute sit together and we would uh, just sit. Actually, we lie with a bed downstairs. We would lie down. <laughs> I, we would light a candle, 
say mm -hmm. uh, I open my heart to your love, which was from a uh, I we used I used the contemplative outreach app so that you can oh I love that. An opening, you can love select that. an opening sentence so we would read I open my heart to your love, light the candle, lie in the bed, do a one minute sit. He would put his head on my chest, which was really oh, kind of cute. That's lovely. And then the, after the bell, the opening bell and then the closing bell would go off then he would yeah. get up and just blow the candle out and then we would just talk and have fun nice and yeah. then my daughter um was 13 ish at the time she wanted to know how to do it she was worried that she would fall asleep so she did it with her eyes open okay. and we would do we started with a couple minutes and then i would i for her, I, I kind of played, she didn't know I did this. So I would say, how long do you want to go? And she would say five minutes and I would set it for like seven minutes. Or yeah, that's seven, good. I would set yeah. it for 10. So she never knew we were going a little bit longer, um, but she did it with me as well. And that's probably amazing that a 13-year-old girl yeah. could be quiet, quiet for that long. <laughs> and then we would just talk and spend some time afterwards. So yes, they both of them were interested. I have an, and then I had an older son that was not interested, so I wasn't going to push it on him. Yeah, but yeah. the two of them wanted to know what I was doing, so they learned how to do it. And we haven't done it recently, but I, I bet if I asked them, they, they probably would. Yeah, and that's really good as well, because then, especially with the 13-year-old, however old she is now, but she's going through puberty and teenager years and just needs that time to reflect on her day or just reflect on friendships and schoolwork and things like that i think that's amazing that she did that so i i, I think she's asked me recently she's 20 now and she still okay, lives well, with us so I, yeah. I probably could do it with her and i think she would and then I, yeah. I should ask my son my son is so he's now 13. right okay I should, I'll, yeah. I'll ask him see what he yeah, says yeah yeah he's, he's a teenager so he might rebel but he <laughs> might he might i, I should try it I'll, i should <laughs> try it today <laughs> yeah, Either yeah. one of them will join me for a shorter sit i won't make them do a long one <laughs> yeah <laughs> Be like, oh, do I have to? <laughs> but hopefully not. I'm sure they won't be. And um, the last thing, where can we find you? What's your website and, and your social platforms and things? Sure. The, the best place to find me is silenceteaches.com. So when they come to my website, when they if they subscribe, they'll get my free, I have a short free ebook on Centering Prayer that they can read to learn more about it. And then if they want to further explore, I, I have a, a book that's on my website uh, that, that's now one year, it's been out for one year called Sitting with God, A Journey to Your True Self Through Centering Prayer. They could read that book. Um, and, and, I, and, if they, and I have a contact page. So if they want to reach out to me, I, I, I read all emails and will respond to their questions. If they want to follow me on social media, they'll see the social media icons uh, right on my yeah. site. And then if they want help with coaching, um, as we talked about a little bit earlier, uh, they can connect with me and, and see if, it, if we're a fit and if it makes sense. Perfect. I will put all of the, the links on the show notes as well. So that's absolutely fine. Oh, thank you so much. I've learned so much. It's been amazing. Great. No, it was, it was a lot of fun. And I, I hope it was, this was helpful for your community. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. We're all about meditation and, and silence and yeah, just centering the whole body as well. So yeah, definitely. Oh, thank you. But yes, we'll definitely have you back on again. That would be amazing. Oh, that would be fun. That would be great. Yeah. I'd love to come back on. Thanks yeah. so much. Oh, thank you very much. Sure. And everybody, I will see you next week for another episode next Friday. So thank you very much, everyone, for being here. And I will see you soon. Thank you.